Blog Talk Radio. Marty Oakley of the PPJ Gazette Online. This, of course, is TS Radio Network. And tonight is my favorite night of the week. Kaz is on with me. Kaz Scaife. Say hello, Kaz. She's not talking. (laughs) It just figures. Uh, I don't know. I think we've lost our connection there. Kaz? She's going to have to call back in. We don't got her. Um, Anyway, it has been a busy two weeks since we last talked to you. Of course, we did the Whistleblower Summit, and we had to do it on Zoom. Oh, that was fun. And um, we got a lot of intentional interference, and but we survived anyway. We we made it through. Uh, The audio for myself and for Marcia Joyner, who hosts the. Murdered by Hospice shows was so distorted and garbled up and friends worked on that, trying to straighten it out, get it as cleaned up as they possibly could. The recording is still bad, but considering they didn't want us to record it at all, I think it's pretty good. Kazi, are you there? I am. Can you hear me now? Okay. Yes. There you go. There you go. It's it's almost like I'm at the Whistleblower Summit, cutting me out. (laughs) You know? Yes. Oh my yeah. gosh, they uh, did not want they didn't they did not they were afraid I was gonna do a hog report, I think. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Probably so. <laughs> we had so many people yeah. that tried to get in and were blocked mm-hmm. and could not get in to listen to our panel. To everyone, I wanna apologize to you. Um the panel recordings are up and I'm telling you, uh, it was a fiasco from one end to the other, but like I say, we prevailed. Um we could not, one person could not get in to listen to our panel. And um, it, even us, Kaz uh, had trouble getting online. Yeah. I had trouble. Chris from Australia had trouble. And at the last minute, you know, we were all let through. But um, like I say, the, the intentional distortion of mine and Marsha's uh, audio, like I say, this was intentional. And um, mm-hmm. they don't want us talking about guardianship, and they sure don't want us nope. talking about hospice. And so everything was done to sabotage us. But like I say, we prevailed. Now then, I want to let everybody know we have a you. Yes, we did. Um, we have a YouTube channel, and that's going to become far busier in the next few months as we do interviews and just have general meetings. Uh, you know, to discuss what's going on, everything that's happening. Like right at the moment, we have these bills coming out behind Britney Spears. Um, Charles Nadler brought one out. He's a representative from New Jersey. It is absolutely a sheaf of, I can't believe you're actually this stupid. And 
does nothing, or the free Britney bill. And we know the glory hogs will be hanging on to that. Look at me, look at me. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You know how that goes. And um, mm-hmm. But neither bill even ventures to mention, as every other piece of fluff and buff that's come out, there is absolutely no mention of these professional predators called guardians or their attorneys or these crooked probate hearing examiners. There is absolutely no sense, absolutely nothing was done or said in those bills that would stop this ring of trafficking that goes on across the country. Um, we've got a million, somewhere between a million three and a million five people in guardian conservatorship across the country. We have somewhere around 50 billion in estates, in assets that are under the control of these uh, tribunals. And this is this is one of the greatest transfers of wealth that has ever occurred in this country. And in fact, I can't find anything anywhere globally that compares to it, except in other countries such as Australia, where they're doing the same thing. In fact, this is happening globally. We keep trying to get this across. This isn't a issue that is just, you know, relative to the U.S. They are doing this globally. And when they have taken everything they can take, they ship them over to hospice to finish the job, if they even last that long. But we, we've got a lot we're going to talk about in this next hour, so um, we need to get along to what we're doing. And uh, But to start everything off, um, guess what time it is. <laughs> it is time. <laughs> time and today, you know what, Marty, yeah. what we found out because of doing this whistleblower and stuff and just some of the comments that we're getting behind the scenes, I fear there is a glory hog amongst us. It seems that, this little, so? that it's been rearing its ugly little snout. So today's what topic makes you think is, that? I, you know, um, a lot of sabotage. I'm hearing a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. You know, we don't want to name names, but people coming to me saying a name, do you, telling me about things that this person does and you know then we reveal you have found the glory hog so i do think that you know glory glory hogs are being revealed but it's just yeah it's like um it's like high like the hot that it's hot out and these glory hogs it's like the temperature's rising with them too and so today's hog report mari it's the criminal hog Because actually, some of the things that these hogs do is criminal. We've heard of hogs acting like they're attorneys, trying to give legal advice and giving terrible, terrible legal advice that has just blown up and and destroyed families. I mean, people just need to really be careful when someone is so confident that they know it all. They're hogs, and they're just running their mouth. They don't know it all, and they're giving you bad information. So these these glory hogs can do criminal damage to you. I've also been hearing stuff about glory hogs are asking for payment for their expertise. Although they have no degrees, they're not a lawyer, they're not a medical doctor, but they're asking for money for them to give you advice. Everyone, save your money. Go to NASCA, www.stopguardianabuse.org. 
They're not going to ask you for all this tons of thousands of dollars of money. And also there's so much information on that website. I, I spent weeks on that website. I still to this day have not read every piece of content that is on that website. It is, it's just amazing. And it's always growing. That's where you go. Save your money. Don't pay somebody who thinks they're a know-it-all. They're going to give you bad information. And that's criminal, Marty. And we're also going to talk about a uh, judge here in Wisconsin. Now, judges can be glory hogs. They sit up, you know, have, if you've ever been in court, the judge kind of sits above everybody, almost like he's on his little throne with his little gavel, and everyone calls him your honor. And he usually has his portrait hanging in the courtroom. Have you ever seen that? They even have, like, they, the state must pay to have their portraits done even. If that's yeah. not... Yeah. If I mean, if you're a glory hog, you are wallowing in it when you're sitting up there on that throne being called your honor. If they, that can be the epitome of hogness. I mean, and these judges, they go out and they do lectures and they talk to, you know, lawyers and they're the guest speaker and they go to the best restaurants and the country clubs and they are just getting their little hog butt kissed and they're hogs not all of them but a lot of them i mean and i can imagine the glory hogs that i think of that we know marty can you imagine if glory hog got to be a judge how hog oh my god how hog, <laughs> hogzilla would that be so anyway <laughs> yeah i mean that's just hogzilla so anyway today's hog and this is really disgusting Today's hog comes out of Milwaukee County in Wisconsin, and he was a juvenile court judge. Let's remember that, a juvenile court judge. And he was suspended without pay while this investigation was going on. So you know what way to go, Wisconsin, that you didn't pay the guy while you investigated this. But he pled guilty to two charges of federal child pornography, one for possessing it and number two, for distributing it. This is a juvenile court judge, and his name is Brett Bloomy out of Milwaukee County. And this just broke today, and he pled guilty. He didn't even he didn't even want to have his day in court. He pled guilty to all this, and he should be going to jail for 10 years. They haven't sentenced him for sure yet, but, you know, I can keep us updated on that. But, you know, it just makes you think, like, this is a criminal hog. This is a hog who sat in a court and decided what was going to happen with juveniles. I'm sure pretty much yeah. probate its family court. And there he's sitting in there. And he's and he's an actual, like, hog in his heart. Federal child pornography to own it and to be distributing it. That's disgusting. Wow. It's absolutely disgusting. It and these hogs, is. yeah, these hogs are just, they're criminal. And this man, I can only imagine before all this came down, the arrogance if you had ever met him or the arrogance when he sat in his courtroom. And when I think about this case here in Milwaukee County, I get extra disgusted when I think about the Otholes and the Grace Packer story. And we've talked about that one in yeah. the past, but people can Google it. She's dead. And it's it's the same thing, juvenile court. It, these sitting on their throne, an Othole, deciding a child's future and gave the child, allowed the child to be taken from her biological parents 
so that that child could be adopted to an employee of social services who then, with her husband, murdered her. And now they both went to jail, so they weren't charged. They were found guilty. And everything. But, you know, Anaho orchestrated all this. And it's disgusting. It never made, none of this made national news. I never saw it on Fox or CNN. Like, this judge did this to this 14-year-old girl, and social services did it, and we just covered it up. And this is, you know, these are hogs. These judges sitting on their thrones in the courtroom with their portraits hanging on the wall doing this kind of stuff. You know, how many, how many more Judges are going to have just disgusting things revealed about them when they're sitting there on their hog thrones. And so today's, today's hog report is the criminal hog. And that's the extreme. What we just discussed are these disgusting judges that have done these things and ruined lives. And then we have, you know, the intermediate criminal hog that's taking money, acting like they're know-it-alls, acting like they can help you, and then not doing a thing for you. But they took your money. And, I mean, what do you think of that, Marty? It, it, well, the more we hear of that, the angrier it makes me. Uh, apparently, people are being told, you can't expect me to help you for free. I can't do this for free. I don't know why not. I've been doing it for free all these years. We don't solicit mm-hmm. funds. It'd be nice if somebody donated. If they do, they do. If they don't, they don't. Uh, what mm-hmm. we do is not contingent upon whether or not you can hand us some cash. I make my own money. I don't need to to siphon it right. off to somebody else. But, you know, that's like right. the, some of these hogs have, the, have it up on pages that, uh, what was it, they had numerous attorneys and judges put in jail. It never happened the first time. I don't know why people, no. and these are glory hogs, why they tell this kind of stuff or saying they got a JD from a certain university and the university never heard of them. And uh, mm-hmm. But this constant inflation of their credentials, who they are, what they are, what they've yeah. done, uh, is this constant reinvention to try and impress you and to keep an upper hand over you. This is a an attempt at manipulation. I know more because I have this degree. I know more because I did this. I, mm-hmm. you know, no, you don't. It's too bad you don't know what you think you know. But and I that's feel my it's thoughts. criminal. I mean, I, I would yes. have to think that when you're doing something like impersonating a lawyer, when you're not a lawyer and you have no law degree, you know, when you're yeah, when you're inflating your resume and and people are giving you money because they think of it. And I would like to know, like, how old of people are giving them money? Are they actual elder abusers? The, the very thing that they yeah. claim to be fighting, how old of a person did you take the money from? What's, you know? Yeah. And, and you lied yeah. about who you are. That's, I mean, yeah. they are elder abusers themselves. And they're just, they're, it's just, yeah. I'm just, I just get more and more disgusted, Marty, every day. And with that, yeah. I'm going to give you a positive I'm going to give you a positive, a positive story. Okay, we're coming out of Wisconsin again because I am the Wisconsin liaison for the National Association to Stop Guardianship Abuse. I love that organization, and I'm very proud to represent Wisconsin for that organization. So anyone from any of these other states that want to step up and represent their states, contact NASGA. I know they would love to have a lot more a lot more people representing their states. And it's really hard to represent other states 
when you don't live there. So we really would love to have everyone really step up and help represent your state. So I'm in Wisconsin. Before COVID, we used to have meetings and everything here, but, you know, but now for the positive one, it appears that in Wisconsin, there has been a rise on crime um, against elders in Wisconsin once COVID hit. And this was a bipartisan um a bipartisan uh, act that Governor Evers signed today. It's Wisconsin Act 76. And here are the things that are in it. There are increased penalty for crimes against elders. This is disgusting. They also, if you sexually assault an elder, um, what's, that's what is going on there, that we have to make that a law. We also, if an elder needs to file a restraining order against someone, they are allowed to appear uh, like on a Zoom call. They don't have to be there in person around the other person around the other person that they're put in restraining order. But this one is kind of an interesting one, and this could go two ways. So, Marty, what do you think about this? This is this a Trojan horse in this little act, or is this good? They can now it's, freeze assets of the wrongdoer, the person who is financially exploiting the elder, that person's assets can be frozen. That's good if it's the guardian and you're going to accuse them of wrongdoing, but could they use that against family to try and say that they're the abuser and then sure, of course. Freezing, like failure laws and stuff and start freezing like family yeah. members' assets. So that, that one exactly, is... Yeah. Well, I don't know what that's I think exactly of that one. Who that's aim, aimed at. Yeah, that's exactly this is one of those stealth pieces of, of law mm-hmm. or statute, whatever, that it sounds mm-hmm. like on the surface it's going to nail right. somebody like, you know, for Internet fraud or something like that or, you know, somebody right. is preying on the elderly. But they're going to use this against family members. So they're not only going to jack yeah. the elderly at their estate, they're going to take the extended families estate whatever that it might be so they, they yeah that's exactly what this is. and see you got to be careful there in wisconsin um first fiduciary out of minnesota that runs the magic mm-hmm. corporation and it's magic mm-hmm. how these people run the legislature in minnesota but magic mm-hmm. operates in wisconsin minnesota and i believe both dakotas and okay. it runs the guardianship racket across those states so I would guess that they're in this somewhere because this sounds like something mm-hmm. that would benefit them, like double dipping. Not only are we going to take the elderly's estate, we're going to take your family's money too. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, this one, that one scares me. That one scares yeah, me that what one, they're actually going to use it for. Yeah, yeah, that one. And, and I definitely can see why people would have voted for it and because they they would think, oh, this sounds good. Yeah, of course. Freeze yeah. the assets. Yep. Well, I, you know, I'd like to see that where, you know, if you, you're the guardian, I think your assets should be frozen. But we'll see how it works. Yeah. I mean, as long as I've been doing this guardianship, we've definitely had our victims on the show that are from Wisconsin, Marty. But we do yeah. not have near the problem in Wisconsin that they have, for example, in Pennsylvania, Florida, right. Michigan. Texas, we're not way up there. And so I'm really proud of that. There's a lot, you know, but we're definitely always want to have our eyes open when we see these things sneaking in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, yeah. Currently they rotate judges in um, probate. And that's something that's not done in other states. 
they rotate it around. So you can't, I mean, that helps to stop create, creating the little racketeering groups that they do. So that right. seems to have been a, posi- a positive thing. Where the crime happens is when, when you start to get into these smaller towns in Wisconsin, when there's uh-huh. only one judge that's doing the whole thing. Like in Dane County, where I live, it's a big county, mm-hmm. and they're rotating. There's more than one judges. And I actually do not know of one, um, of one incident that happened here in the Madison courthouse. It's not one. And we're the second, I think we're the second biggest city in Wisconsin. And I've not heard one, wow. one bad story in, yeah. in Madison. But here I'm outlying wow. areas. Yeah, so that's yeah. the rotating judges. So that's a good thing, and we hope that that would continue. And, hey, on Wisconsin, here's our report from Wisconsin. We have a glory hog. We have a disgusting <laughs> judge. We have a bill passed. It, it's either good or bad. And there we have it. Yeah. And that's I need the hog wait. report. Yeah, I need more oh, some oinks. How many how many oinks do I get? Oh, that was a I I think I got nine oinks. It's like nine star I got a nine out of ten. I got nine oinks. Oh my god. Yeah. Thank you, Marty. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Everybody loves the hog reports. I mean, serious business. Um and the yeah. other, the one thing that it does do it, this is an issue, a side, an aspect to all of this that really irks and, and gets on people's nerves so bad is these pretenders in this and these people who are yeah. more interested in being a celebrity than they are in the actual cause. This is just for them a vehicle to get where they think they ought to be. And, mm-hmm. you know, some people just think they're special, you know. And uh, but yeah. unfortunately, they're the only ones that do. Um, but like I say, when you have to in- reinvent your your resume and over and over and over again um, to just to try and keep the upper hand, um, yeah, there you got a problem when you when you fabricate things that you supposedly did that never happened, mm-hmm. like having judges and attorneys put in jail. Um, right, you know, it, people get a grip here. If we could do that, if it had been done, we'd all be out in the street cheering. And uh, but just because somebody said they did something doesn't mean they did. And we we are very not secretive but private about what we deal with and what we do uh, for various reasons. One is being, of course, we don't want interference from the glory hogs because when they show up, any doors we have managed to open slam shut. Um, they're mm-hmm. harassed, they're phone called, text messages con- continually, constantly. Uh, we need to communicate. Why won't you communicate with me? I'm the number one, you know, God put me here to save everybody. And and they go on and on, and eventually that contact will sever that relationship. They they don't want involved with that. And this has happened more than once. So we keep everything we do quiet and that is also mm-hmm. to protect the privacy of the people that we're trying to help. And the other thing is, as oh, long as we're not yeah. broadcasting what we're doing, uh, right? <laughs> and, you know, surprise, here we are. And um, yeah. so, you know, that's a, you know, the way we've been operating on that. Uh, well, we have. Let's go back I think to we've the, done a. Well, I was going to say quick. I think we've done a great job with. Um, well, we have Cindy out there in Alaska, and we've done a yes. great job at shielding that whole situation 
there's yes. probably yes. that could be the biggest estate I've ever heard going through yes. this kind of crap. And yes. the fact that we've been able, like we warned right away about hogs. I mean, the whole, yeah. I mean, the lawyers and everything for Cindy that worked with Cindy that we were able to warn, watch out for this person, this person, this person. They're going to call here and here, here. I mean, we've really protected Cindy really well. And she said yes. that someday when this is all over, she's coming on the show and she's going to break it all Excellent. here. You know, breaking news. Okay. But, you know, and that's why, like, stories like that, you have to protect that. Yes, yes. They don't need the added stress, and especially when it's fictional. No. Um, you know, they yeah. just don't need it. You remember here a while back we had Liz Rizzo on that was the 33-year yes. companion of Rusty Warren, that comedian from yes. the 60s and 70s. Yes. Rusty passed away here um, about two months ago. And, oh, my gosh, uh, what a fiasco. Anyway, I got threatened with a lawsuit. Yeah, big whoop. And... But Liz is going to be coming back on and updating on us on what has happened. Uh, she was grieving oh, wow. so badly there for a while. I was really concerned for her. and uh, But she's going to be coming back on with us and updating what's happened with with that. And, uh, oh, I've had so many people here recently reaching out that have been, by the way, everybody uh, who knows her, Joanne from Greece, said to tell everybody hello tonight. And uh, so, hello from Joanne. She's a lady from Minnesota who took her mother and fled to Greece. They had dual citizenship to get her away from first fiduciary and this illegal Mm -hmm. guardianship that's going on up there. They have absolutely plundered everything this woman had, even took her Social Security, claimed they didn't know where she was, and Mm -hmm. tried to take everything else. And they were even notified by Social Security. They knew exactly where she was. And the consulate, uh, the embassy in Greece had notified not only Social Security, but first fiduciary that they knew her whereabouts. They had verified her identity and she was quite alive and well. And so they rerouted her Social Security. So she got it because the fiduciary was collecting her Social Security and also charging off around three grand a month for medical services for somebody they claimed they didn't know even if she was still alive, but yeah. somebody's medical, yeah, so it, figure that one criminal. out. It's criminal. I mean, it's criminal. Yes. They just get away with their crimes. It's unbelievable. It's well, they're so criminal. embedded into our legislatures, into, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it, you, it's difficult to get anything done because when you get in, just like you found out there where you are, uh, when you get in there, you find out they've got their tentacles everywhere and money is flowing everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, it isn't about the law or what's right or wrong. It's who's got the money, who's got the money. And Mm -hmm. um, it just, I I don't know the amount of, to me, in my opinion, is bribery. Uh, Whatever it is, it works. um, But it it keeps things from being done. But I tell you, because I'm really incensed by these representatives and senators in D.C. putting out these bills that are shams. That I, I, how do you do that in good conscience? How, what is it? How come you can hold that office and know that people are being targeted, abducted, imprisoned in some home somewhere? And this is a prison system. It is not nursing home care. This is a prison system. Right. It's a, it's like a tertiary mm-hmm. prison system 
only the people in these nursing homes have less rights than prisoners do in a federal or state I, prison. I think because it's not them, it's not their family, and so they, they don't care. They've distanced themselves from it, or they haven't done the research, so they don't realize, like, I mean, it's pretty sad when you're just signing off on bills and you didn't do the research about it, you know. Yeah. Oh, well, my or party is going to be for yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah, well, or did you I, put your name I, on it as a, as, you know, as a sponsor, not an author, but mm-hmm. a sponsor of the bill. It indicating that you've read it, you understand it, you support it, and they've never read it. They don't know what's in it, and nice. but they'll sponsor these bills. And honest to God, I've seen stuff come out like when I was still in Minnesota. That bill, I don't know why this one sticks with me. Three seven seven one. It didn't pass last I knew, but in it was a. It, it, the thing was, it was a catch-all for everything they were doing in probate to begin with that was unlawful or illegal. Those are two different things. And they Mm -hmm. just codified every bit of it into law through this bill. One of those things was being able to take the beneficiary, remove the beneficiary on insurance, trusts, wills, you know, whatever it was, and replace them with a beneficiary of their choosing, even if it was themselves. It's unreal. And I thought, it's absolutely unreal. What? what? Yeah. But, you know, because here's a good case. That bill was actually, for the most part, written by everyday people with good intentions. And if it had been brought mm-hmm. up the way yeah. it was originally written, it would have been a blockbuster. But I had a hard time getting people to understand that once the bill is tabled, meaning it's put on record, and it's going to be read or heard or whatever, Mm-hmm. It can be amended a thousand times before it ever comes up for a vote. And if it passes, what passes bears very Let's little resemblance to what you you initially started with. But people don't um, read it. They right. They look at the title and they don't read it. And I saw this stuff about what a great bill it was. You better go back and read the final version that they're going to vote on. Because it mm-hmm. is nothing at all as to what you wrote. Oh, they can't change it. Oh, yes, they can. And give me one example, mm-hmm. okay? <laughs> I will. The Food Modernization yeah. Act, 2010. They couldn't pass it. Couldn't pass as a standalone bill. So Dirty Harry Reed, he's no longer there, gutted a recycling bill, put S510 in as an amendment to a bill he gutted, and they passed it that way. They do this stuff wow. all the time. Uh, Real, Real right. ID could not pass as a standalone bill. So they attached it to another bill as an amendment and passed it, and this is actual truth, in the middle of the night. They voted on it and passed it that way. And Real ID was the first step in total surveillance and um, tracking, but it's just they—they're underhanded, and they got all these sleazy ways of doing things that if they were people of honor, they wouldn't. And that's you know something else, Cosby, that bothers me. I, how many senators, representatives have we talked to, corresponded with, talked on the phone, written letters to, 
And, you know, the excuse used to be, well, I never heard of such a thing. Well, nobody told me this was, it must be an isolated incident. And you knew they were lying. And yeah. now it's, we're doing everything we can. You know, we know we've got some problems, but, you know, people exaggerate. Excuse me? They, nobody exaggerated. Yeah. Here's the case papers. Nobody exaggerated. But the people that could mm-hmm. do something won't. Well, and then and the media I is still, so complacent with the ahead. whole thing. I mean, even yeah. the media is just so complacent. And, like, I mean, Grace Packer's story, that should have been a national outrage. Nothing. Right. You know, we, they were probably worried about, let's see, back when that happened, some, you know, Nancy Pelosi's refrigerator and ice cream or Donald Trump's hair yeah. blowing in the air. I mean, you know, something yeah. that really doesn't matter, these these two things. Yeah. And that becomes the news instead of an at what should have been a national tragedy that that was yes. done at social services yes. did that in Montgomery County to that girl and she's dead. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing and is, I'll spare the it, details they said of that how it was, it was just disgusting. They they said that child protection, you know, CPS, is the biggest child trafficking ring on the planet, and. CPS was set up in 1984 after Bob Dole passed the CHIPS bill, the Children's Health Insurance, and Mm -hmm. CPS was an offshoot of that. And it became so lucrative so fast that APS was modeled on it, and Mm -hmm. it works the same way. And um, the, the idea that these supposed courts and they are not courts um and what i'm trying to figure out probate probate was is supposed to deal with wills and estates and things like making sure that the will gets distributed to the heirs that were designated and if there was no heirs to decide who was next of kin who should have gotten it that's all they're that they're supposed to do how we got to taking people out of civil court and into a probate tribunal setting and removing all of their rights, how did we get jumped from one court to the other? The reason they did it was because in civil court, no, like I say, there'd been no injury to property or person. There was no damage of any kind. So how did you bring them into that court to begin with? But you brought them in and because it was a state court, you had to prove that they were incapacitated, they were incompetent, something. They were required to produce evidence. There's the kicker right there. As you and I both know in these tribunals, they don't ever produce evidence or never ask for any. They just have, have to stand up and doctor. say. Yep. Yeah. They'll yep. have, they'll have, they I, have some quack doctor that signs something yes. else. Well, exactly, and the thing is, they will immediately fire. Now, how? What, why would a hearing examiner have the authority to dismiss your personal attorney, your personal mm-hmm. physician, and yep. assign people you don't even know to you? What would be the purpose of that, and why would they Call have the reason. authority to do that? Yes, and mm-hmm. yet there again, there sits our senators, our representatives, 
And the, and the big one on that is, oh, that's judicial, and we can't get into that. You make the laws. They have to abide by them. They, you know, trans, they translate the law. They, you, you know, interpret the law. But you make the laws. And the judiciary, oh, God, another one too. Lisa Belanger out there in Massachusetts mm-hmm. sent me a notice to yesterday that the <laughs> – Judge Judicial Council out there has decided that guardians, as officers of the court, also have absolute immunity from any kind of prosecution. Now, did that make you throw up? I mean, we should just all have absolute immunity. Let's just lawless America, you know. There you go. Then, I mean. Yes, they and where yeah. does the judiciary get off issuing what amounts to a law? They don't have authority to make law. And mm-hmm. you can call it a statute, a regulation, a code, whatever, but it's lawmaking. And where do they get off? Deciding that they are immune, that they have some kind of immunity. Yeah. And they voted on it themselves and said, yeah, it's like I said before, it's like bank robbers mm-hmm. getting together and going, well, if we can't have immunity from robbing banks, we're not going to rob banks anymore. Well, gee. <laughs> uh, well, you we know, better vote uh, you in some permissions to rob the yes. banks. I mean, yeah, that's there technically what I'm. I mean, I guess I'm surprised that this judge in Milwaukee didn't have immunity. Yeah, I'm a I'm a yeah. juvenile judge. I should have pornography. Like, you well, know, you, you know, he probably he, did, I'm actually, but. But some Probably. some of the crimes are so egregious, like what you're citing, he mm-hmm. did, and mm-hmm. so even the immunity, you know, it it runs pretty thin, if you know what That's I'm saying. That's probably is uh, you can't. You know what it probably is. Yeah, that was his plea deal. I bet you that was his plea deal that he was just yeah. charged with those two. Probably what he did yeah. was probably on the level of Jeffrey Epstein or something disgusting like that. <laughs> you know, here's yeah. the plea deal. Yeah. Plead guilty to these two yep. things. Oh my gosh, I never even thought about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, these people are so. And, and I mean, and when you hear about like this Jeffrey Epstein and how, where was he? Where was he getting all these people and all the politicians that were out to his island? Like, is that a thing that they just like to abuse children? What is going on? Yes. Well, you know, the thing is, you look at the list of people we know was out there including Trump, Bill Gates. Bill says now he regrets his his relationship yeah. with Brett, Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, please. Mm-hmm. Freaking he nerd. regrets that he got and, caught. Uh, he regrets that he got caught. Yes. And, you know, and all the people that said, oh, that's made up. Trump was never there. He didn't even know Jeffrey Epstein. Well, how come there's videos of them from years ago all over the net at parties together with all these young girls, huh? How come that, and that happened? Prince Ed, and, and that uh, Prince Edward that was out there. Yeah. They were like best buddies. Yep. Ew. Uh-huh. Yeah, but, you know, these people get away with everything. Do you remember years ago, um, it was Exxon, Ken Lay, a close personal friend of the Bushes. And mm. Ken Lay got prosecuted over Enron and the yes. uh, manufactured bookkeeping they were doing. And he was supposed to be sentenced. Now, get this, Kazi. He was allowed to go on vacation skiing to Bell, Colorado before his sentencing. 
Now, what Mm -hmm. federal prisoner do you know is allowed to do that? He was allowed to go, and he had a skiing accident, and he died. Only nobody that was there saw this accident. There was no mention of a funeral or any obituary, but he died. And I imagine Ken Lay is living out or did live out his days, Um, but he never got sentenced. It's just like Epstein, though, when they supposedly found him. Uh, What people don't know is all the sheets in federal prisons and and jails are required by law to be made of a paper material so that you can't use them to commit suicide. They'll tear apart. But supposedly Mm -hmm. he hung himself with a sheet. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And they wheel him out. And nobody sees this because for some reason none of the cameras were working and none of the guards yeah. were down there where they were supposed to be. But it was just the darndest set of coincidences. And then they showed this fuzzy video of him supposedly being wheeled out. Now, here's the giveaway. If that was a dead yeah. body, they're required to cover the face. That's law. Mm-hmm. The face must be covered. Whoever they yeah. wheeled out of there, face was exposed. And, oh, really? Uh, yes. And uh, so do I think he's dead? Not a rat's chance in a decom box. He's living on one of his islands. And, um, you know, that's just the way it's just like that. Ghislaine Maxwell, they found her after two years, you know, living on a nice estate there in uh, Maryland, right out in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. And supposedly they're yeah. holding her now, but she'll fade into history and just ease away. And uh, there's too many people. Do you remember the um, uh, the D.C. madam? And they busted yes. her, and she said, you prosecute me, and I'm going to publish my little black book. Yeah. Two days later, they found her in Louisiana, of all places, hanging from the ceiling of a mobile home. And she huh. committed suicide. I wonder how that happened. And um, well, they didn't want that book published. Have, yeah. No. And they didn't want they her let, talking. So they, do you think that they ahead. really hung her, or do you think they let her go yes. hang out at the Kenley Jeffrey Epstein getaway? No, she actually nope. she had the goods she on everybody. It. Yeah, you um, know that's just like yeah. um, this Gats guy that was going to have Britney Spears come and speak in front of the Senate. And oh yeah. Yeah, when he first brought this up, of course, the howl and cry from the Bar Association, Guardian Associations, was fierce. Uh, We don't Mm -hmm. want this exposed because we're all a bunch of dogs. And so they come out of the closet with, he supposedly a few years ago molested a young girl, and years before that he done it, and and everybody goes, oh, that's Mm -hmm. terrible, that's terrible. And I said, it's blackmail. And I said, they've known this mm-hmm. all along. Why didn't they tell it when they first knew it? I said, and they now no one is talking by. about it. Yeah. Yes. And I said, why is it they set on this information? I said, because they can use it for blackmail. And they all do it. They all collect. I said, they're all doing crap they shouldn't do. And I said, some of it pretty perverse. So I said, and somebody is always watching waiting for them to do something mm-hmm. like that, and then they just sit on that information till it's opportune for them to use it. And yeah. that's the way that goes. So they come dragging out this old stuff about this man, and, and they said, well, it wasn't just the one 11 years ago, just three years ago. Well, if you knew all this 11 years ago and three years ago, 
mm-hmm. why didn't you say something? And right. uh, why waste it? You can use it for ammunition. And um, But, you know, there isn't one of them. And I truly believe this. I'm not being cynical here. But there isn't one of them out there that hasn't got all kinds of skeletons in the closet. It's like a mm-hmm. friend of ours said the one day, have you ever noticed how the words Republican, conservative, and God uh, and pedophilia are always mentioned in the same sentence? And I about fell on the floor laughing. It's about true. But um, I just, I, I don't know. And what, you know, it, it's like it's not bad enough. They're taking our elderly people and robbing them blind. And torture, this is psychological and physical many times torture. What is mm-hmm. wrong with these people? And on the other end of it, they're taking the kids. It's yeah. like, you know, you talked about young lady and they're taking the kids it's like we have been attacked by predators from another galaxy or something i've been Mm -hmm. reading you know i've talked about this before about how scientists think there's two and possibly three species of human being and people say oh that can't be it's just one no every animal on the earth there's different species but it's the same animal pretty much but my point is, what if there actually is, let's say, two, and, you know, like we've, we've talked about before, there, this, it's too prolific. There's too many of these predators. Mm-hmm. There's too many of these people that lack a conscience, sympathy, empathy, have no character, integrity, nothing. It's like they are a whole different species than the rest of us, the the. The misery and pain they cause not only the victim, but the family, the friends. Mm-hmm. It's like they're oblivious to all of it. And I, I don't yeah. know how you, it's like, you know, with, with hospice, you know, Marcia and I have talked about this. She's talked about it on air. How do you go to work every day knowing that those shots you are giving people are killing them? How do you do that? And then go home to your family like nothing happened. Go back the next day and do it all again. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? But know. it doesn't seem to pop. And have you ever noticed, cause a lot of these people that seem so deficient in their character, they become doctors and nurses and attorneys and, you know. I was reading. I, I, just, I was. I was listening to a, a, a psychiatrist. I was listening to a psychiatrist. Actually, someone um, sent me this one of our listeners actually through messenger and I listened to it and they were taught and the whole program was a psychiatrist kind of talking about the narcissist and people give me, Mm -hmm. and it's because that's part of the glory hog um, skit that, you know, or, you know, our session that we do and people really do love the glory hog stuff that we talk about. And when I was sent this YouTube about this woman, this psychiatrist talking about it, it was like, you know, here's, analyze this you know about the glory hog and it and it it is like what she said is that most of these like she called them psychopaths that are like they usually end up being doctors ceos they they have god the way they the reason they're a doctor and she says they'll do a good job and they'll try and save you that feeds their you know god complex and they want money Uh because they want to you know all of these narcissists want money and yes. and she did say and then oh and she said that there was the three what was it she said the three place the three places that you see them most um, surgeons CEOs 
And the third one she said was priests and pastors, clergy. Yes. I thought that was really interesting that that's where a lot of, um, like, uh, narcissists are, you know. I mean, I guess that you see, like, these, um, what are they called, these megachurch pastors. They must, I mean, if you're a glory hog, can you imagine had the, I mean, wow. like that Joel Osteen kind of guy, like to have that yeah. many people, like basically drooling over how great you are. That's got to feel yeah. great for him. You know, if you're a glory wow. hog, you're going to want to have a mega church, you know, are all mega church pastors yeah. glory hogs. I don't know. I don't listen to them, but you know, yeah, I mean, that's where yeah. a glory hog would want to be. Can you, I mean, I just think if you're a glory hog, you want to be a CEO because yeah. you're the top boss, you know, I could see the surgeon because you have your God, but yeah, like to be, you know, running a church, yeah. that would be a great place yeah, no that kidding. a glory hog would love to be. You know, and I never thought about that one, except I had listened to this, um, this woman and she was, she's really good and just to calling, you know, these psychopaths that, I mean, the glory hog, there is unfortunately there is a tendency towards a psychopath that's within them that behavior that narcissism it is you're not wired the same as everybody else and i don't know is there a cure for a glory hog i mean the only cures is you need to take their power away and that's pretty much the only way you can really defeat a glory hog because they're you know and they're they're almost always well and they're narcissistic and uh, mm-hmm. you see that all the time in that self-ed or duration. Uh, they're the only one who yeah. can, and if it wasn't for them, and you know what I'm saying, right. all that stuff and come about up, yeah. how important, yeah. And they'll how come across charming. And, yeah. Yes. On the, when you first meet them, you will think that they're charming. That's why it's so hard, like mm-hmm. the stab in the back. You know, you definitely, when yeah. you first meet a glory hog, you're not, I mean, every time I meet someone new, I don't, I, and maybe I should, I don't look at them and think, hmm, wonder if this is a narcissist, a glory hog, or a psychopath that I'm about to meet here. <laughs> you know, you, you, yeah, you're you yeah. like, oh, okay, this person seems nice, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so it's the same. I don't, I, I don't think people sit there and think that about every single person they meet. And so when they meet a yeah. glory hog, they think they don't think, hmm, you know, what am I dealing with here? Um, maybe I should be more yeah. pessimistic, <laughs> but and uh, so they're they're going to come across charming, and you're you're that's how they get you. They're very charming, and they yes. seem to know everything, and they and they're going to tell you what you want to hear. Oh, yes, I can help you. Yes, you have been wronged. I can help you. You know, yes. I don't work for free though, yep. so five thousand dollars yeah. in an airline ticket, and I will. Yeah. Take care of that for you. Yeah, yes, and yeah. save the day. And uh, mm-hmm. if nothing else, my partner and I will have a lovely trip. Um, you mm-hmm. know, it's and just, a nice dinner. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Like I say, anybody that is shooting stuff at you about, you know, how they they're they're so uh, deadly in what they do that they've had judges and attorneys put in jail. Mm-hmm. Don't be stupid. It ain't never happened. It had never happened. Yeah. And uh, if yeah. you pin them down on it, what will happen is they'll blow up and scream and have a fit. And that's one thing about these people. When you corner them, they become quite profane usually and very mm-hmm. vicious. And they will immediately turn around and fall back and tell everybody else what happened but their version of it. And they will play the victim. I get so tired oh, of being yeah. attacked. 
for <laughs> that, that's oh the God. part that always kills me. You the hung up. Vicious. You hung up on me on the phone. Yeah. Well, you were cussing and Never. swearing, but oh, we won't we won't mention that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but they always fall back and play the victim. And it's always a drama-filled victim. It isn't just, I was oh. wounded. No, it's a, you know, it just, <laughs> oh, shut up, shut up, please. Mm-hmm. Um, it It is just terrible. Kazi, we got about 10 minutes left here. Um, I know you have plans this evening, and yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do for something. But, um, it's, it's, uh, it's been birthday week around here, a son's birthday, my husband's oh yeah? birthday, my niece's birthday, then Tom and I just had our wedding anniversary yesterday, 32 years, and oh, wow. um, yeah, all kinds of anniversaries, birthdays, it's just, it's just a week of celebration. <laughs> well, yeah. Good. You need week of celebration. Yeah. Me, I'm trying to, yeah. I always think I'll celebrate when I get a cinnamon roll. And, um, oh my gosh! God, I, I I think I'm. I just got some of my packaging picked up today, so I can start shipping again. And if all goes yeah. as planned, Marty, we'll be shipping yeah. national. I think starting next uh-huh. week, we're gonna and I'll get that cinnamon roll in the mail. And it's uh, <laughs> Rosie's Coffee Bar and Bakery dot com. Check it out and get your shipping done. Yeah. Hopefully by next week, I'll let everybody know. And then we're hoping that yeah. we can maybe do like a fun like a fun. Um, like a fundraiser or something for NASCA off okay. of the, the website, shipping yeah. cookies and stuff. So we'll stay yeah. tuned for that. And we have all kinds of fun stuff planned for coming up Good. for the holidays, for giveaways and wow. just, you know, yeah. making ourselves more exciting. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. and then uh, one of the things we're planning on too, or at least I am, is an end of the year, um, what do I want to say, a gift box. And I'm trying yeah. to figure out how to select a winner for people who draw. And uh, But I'm going to put books in there from everybody that's authored books that's worth reading. And, um, you know, maybe T-shirts from NASCA, this, that, and something else. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I'm trying to put, you put some ideas together. And I say, everyone, we're going to be ramping up our YouTube channel. And we're going to be doing interviews on YouTube uh, we're going to be discussing relevant legislation, that kind of thing, on other episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got people wanting to come on from various countries. Uh, we have people that, you know, like I say, uh, due to the efforts of one person, nearly destroyed the summit this year. So many people that oh. weren't there are going to be coming on our YouTube channel. And we'll do yes. interviews with them there, not necessarily related to guardianship but things that they were wanting to discuss like judicial accountability what the law really is um had an excellent excellent uh expert filled panel on covid and what a hoax it is and um and i mean these were top names and so anyway we'll be covering that um and on that issue i hate to even get into it but they're they're propagandizing again and saying that people who aren't vaccinated, which is more than half of us, have stood back and watched this. We have a, over 11,000 dead from the vaccine now that they will admit to and close to half a million injured from slightly to permanently impaired. That's just here in the U.S. We have 1,100 babies aborted behind this shot. Um for God's sake, don't do this. 
don't do this. And uh, according to the CDC, the reports they get only are 1% to 3% of the actual count. That That's how reticent people are about reporting. So think that one over, um, how many people actually are dead. But now they're propagandizing and they're coming out with uh, they, people who aren't vaccinated should be locked down. People, they shouldn't be allowed to fly. Uh, people who are vaccinated shouldn't have to carry the burden of the unvaccinated. The CDC themselves came out and said the spread of this Delta variant is coming from vaccinated people. If anyone needs to be locked down, prevented from flying, kept out of public spaces, it's those who were foolish enough to get injected with this experimental bioweapon that is in no way a vaccine. They have admitted this. They simply called it one to get in under the total immunity thing. Please, please do not do this. Uh, We're just seeing the tip of the iceberg as far as sudden deaths, uh, people dying from this stuff, uh, what they have put in here is absolutely terrifying. But anyway, um, uh, like those of you who have been... Yes. I have a quick question, because you are always so good um, at predicting, like, where this goes. What do you feel... Um, what society look like? Like here in Madison, they're back on wear your mask mandate kind of thing. So, yeah, I'm back mm-hmm. at work wearing my mask. And um, what do you feel, what's the next six months look like in the United States? Like is there, you well, know, because, now we have the Delta and then the Gamma and the MRSA. And, I mean, what yeah. what do you feel six months well, is going to look mask, like? The mask causes a terrible fungus to grow in the mouth. You cannot breathe in and out air that is not fresh. Uh, fungus will start growing very rapidly. You'll, it'll coat the tongue. They call it COVID tongue. No, it isn't. It's fungus. And you breathe this down into your lungs, which causes lung infection. The masks are uh, made from, and hang on here, I will tell you what that is. Um, uh, oh, goodness. Uh, but it has a certain um, stuff in it. That um, wrong page, Marty. Wrong page. Here we go. Um, it, it's um, graphene oxide. Okay. Uh, okay. And the masks contain graphene oxide, and it's a non-metallic, superconductive material that is between the nanotechnological and the biological. It is based on carbon. It is almost transparent. Its atomic structure is hex- hexagonal. Graphene can be handled through radio frequency and is magnetizable when combining with the hydrogen of the human body, H2O, meaning it is susceptible to 5G. With graphene in the brain, emotions are modulated by radio frequency. Biometric parameters and GPS position are obtained. Our DNA is also modulated, causing sterility and disease or sudden death and above all, the mental control of the population. Um, and this stuff was embedded in those masks everybody was putting on. This whole thing has nothing to do with the virus. This has been a long coming. This is the transhumanist movement. Uh, here, 10 years ago, that one professor said, the day is going to come when it's not going to be enough just to be human. I don't know why not. And... They, were, they have tried all sorts of things of putting computer chips in people's brain like our military. Um, 
have tried various things. But it was 5G, this push for 5G. Oh, you could could load YouTube way faster. At 2G, you had more power than you could have ever used. At 5G, you're dealing with a weapon. And as soon as people understand what they're doing, you're dealing with a weapon. This graphene helps to make your body, just as it says, super conductive. And it... Oh, the graphene in the brain and emotions are modulated by radio frequency. Do you understand that this is 5G? And biometric parameters and GPS position are obtained. You become interoperable with all of this 5G, uh, your computer actually, and um, or as a computer. Uh, and basically, you're part machine at this point. And I know people are going, to, oh, she's a conspiracy theorist. Now, all this stuff is fact. You can look it up. I, I don't deal with conspiracy theories. I deal with conspiracy facts. Always have. And so this is this is what you're dealing with. This stuff is not, there is no virus. This was to con people into accepting what they have planned for us, which is a digital economy. You won't have any cash. Total, and I mean total surveillance and tracking. They're even coming out now with debit cards for kids so we can get them trained and you don't need cash. You just need this little piece of plastic. So -hmm. they're walking ATM. That way they can spend their allowance and everything, and they don't have cash. And one of the things I saw was if you're not carrying cash, you there's, you won't be mugged, really, because even if you're carrying that card, somebody tries to mug you, tell me you're not going to march up to that damn ATM machine and punch you in your pin. Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. you know what I'm saying? All yeah. these ridiculous things. Well, like I say they're coming out now with this stuff about how the unvaccinated should not be allowed to travel. It's the people who are vaccinated who should not be allowed to travel because they are the ones carrying this variant, whatever it was they were injected with, that is so transmissible. CDC has admitted this. They're so transmissible. They're going to be carrying it to different places and spreading it. These are the super spreaders. The unvaccinated people, if your vaccine is all you think it is, me being unvaccinated should present no problem to you. You got your magic shield. Why would you be afraid of me? On the other side of that, I am afraid of you. You are infected and you are transmitting whatever you were infected with. Keep your distance. Don't touch me. Stay away from me. And that's the way I feel. I think these people that have been vaccinated need to be isolated they need to be locked down and quarantined in their homes till they can figure out how to control this which i don't think there was ever any plan to do that and leave the rest of us alone that's just the way i see it so so life doesn't go back to normal in the next six months no oh no we'll never see life like it used to be um and that is the other reason too they're ramping up the propaganda People were settling back into some sense of normalcy, you know, what we consider normal. You know, yeah, Mm -hmm. uh, and you know, because it's just like, you know, I told you that one time that uh, social studies civic teacher got on me 
and and said that to limit my conversations at home because it made it difficult for her to teach. And it, of course, you know mm-hmm. how that flew with me. Well, anyway, yeah. See, they don't they don't want us older people talking to these young people because they're afraid we might tell them it wasn't always like this. This isn't what we were supposed <laughs> to be about. This is how it used to be. And look at how it is yeah. now. You know, they don't yeah. want us talking. They don't want us telling them it wasn't always this way. And that is another reason. And, of course, the economic side of it, they want rid of the elderly people to keep from expending the money through Social Security, which they've blown on this, that, and something else. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And the medical industry bilks Medicare out of 30 to $60 billion a year. We cannot trust our doctors any longer, in my opinion. That is my opinion. We can't trust them. They will sell us out in a heartbeat, hand us something deadly to get the kickback. It's like clinics that say, if you're not vaccinated, you can't come here. Oh, it's, thank you. They aren't concerned about your health or your children's health. It isn't that they believe in vaccines or that they work. They know they're deadly, that they cause tremendous damage. The reason they have a 100% vaccination rate is they get a $40,000 bonus per pharmaceutical company annually for having 100% of their patients vaccinated. How do you like that? Hmm. It's all about and, the money. Uh, follow the money. Yes, follow the money. They don't care about us. They'll hand us. I've had it happen to me uh, with Leviquin and Cipro, both of them chemotherapy drugs, but nobody told me that. And damn near killed me with it. You can't trust him. When I brought it up to the doctor, she said, oh, we do it all the time and nobody complains. There's a difference between nobody complained and you didn't tell them their complaint was directly a result of that medication. And conversely, mm-hmm. dead people tend not to say a whole lot. And, yeah. But, you know, it, it, they do this all the time. We, we are for sale wherever we're at. We are for sale. But as older people, they want us gone. We're costing them money. And somebody just sent me a message here and said, well, you know, we, uh, they're trying to take care of us with the stimulus checks. Listen here. You got a couple grand off of stimulus. Those banks that they bailed out that should have been allowed to fall, just like any other business, got $7.3 trillion, trillion with a T. And you got a lousy couple grand, and you think they did something for you? And who do you think is going to pay all that money back? Whose life, land, property was put up as collateral on all that money that was borrowed to bail out those stinking banks and send you a couple grand. Who do you think is going to pay for that? And when you can't pay for it and they default on the debt, what happens then? I said, you know, they're going to come for your land. They're going to come for your goods. We are so far away, and I don't want to hear anything about Democrat and Republican. Trump was this. Trump was a lunatic and Biden's right behind him. <laughs> this isn't about right or left, conservative or liberal, because I don't think any of those things actually exist anyway. But nobody is all of one or the other. If you claim you are, you're lying. 
but life as we know it is over. It's just like I say, this was scaling back people. They had to close down vaccine centers. Um, they said over 5 million doses of vaccine are going to be tossed because people aren't coming in to get it. No, when you scare people with statistics that 11,000 people at a minimum have died from this thing. Don't ask me to play Russian roulette with my life. So like I say, they've ramped up. They're going to come with the variant. The variant is going it's highly transmissible. You better get your vaccine. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, what else? Let's see. What else can we scare you with? Okay, now we're going to make it really hard for you to live. You won't be able to shop or fly or go out to eat or go to a music festival or nothing unless you can show that you've been vaccinated. Kiss my ass. That's going to hurt business owners worse than it's going to hurt me. Like I say more than half the country has refused this. You take half of us out of the economy, see where you're sitting then. Uh, the power is in our pocket. Stop. Stop buying. If they're going to prevent you from coming in your business, make sure everybody knows to stay away from there. And maybe when they don't have anything to take to the bank, it'll dawn on them. And like I say... People who are vaccinated, you know, you have to look at the positive side. If the only people allowed in are vaccinated, you don't want to go there anyway. These people are infected. You don't want to go there and be where they are. You might get sick. And it's just, I don't know, because, you know, I don't see anything going back the way it was. Um, you've got Bill Gates, who now owns over 300,000 acres of prime agricultural land. Mm-hmm. At the same time, USDA is deregulating genetically modified corn and soybeans and all of the. I wonder why they'd be doing that. And you're going to see, and I, I truly believe this, over the next six months, because I watch these stores, and I'm hearing this from all over the country, the shelves are becoming empty. They're mm-hmm. becoming empty. You even, big old Walmart, you go in there, and I don't like that store anyway. And at least a quarter, if not a third of the shelves, are empty. You better get a clue. You better be stocking up. I figure the next thing you're going to come out with, which will probably be this next spring, is we won't be allowed to grow our own vegetables because we might spread Mm. COVID. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah. But they're going to have a, they're going to halt that. You won't be able to buy seeds. I, any access you might have to food, to producing your own food, is going to be taken away. This is an all-or-nothing operation we're seeing here. And if they have to kill us to get what they want, they will. And I just, I, I don't know, cause I don't see us ever going back to having any semblance of a life that we thought we were going to have or thought we did have. I don't see it. Oh. And when we hope and when we hope that you'd be wrong, but yeah. It's just yeah. it's I uh, hope I am wrong. Crazy I really do. I am. Yeah, but they're, well, you know, they're I ramp to, this up. Go ahead. As far as the food part cuz I'm in food service and I find I first off in like the schools 
I mean, I don't know if it's in every school system around the country, but I'd love to hear. They took out the cooking classes. Because remember when you were young and you went to school, we yes. had home ec, and one quarter we were home cooking, ec. and the yep. other quarter we were sewing. So, so well, they don't, they don't teach yep. that anymore. And I was teaching it through MSCR. This was years ago. And, you know, when my kids were young, and I had all my mom friends, and you know what? No one knows how to cook. I can remember, like, my mom no. friends, you know, well, what's for dinner tonight? Well, what pizza might ordering? What, what McDonald's? What Chick Fil A? Like, where are they going to go and buy their already made food? And that's how yeah. everyone. That's how because they. It's like cooking really isn't that hard, but there's rules that go along with it so that you don't get yourself yeah. sick. That you want to know. Yeah. And none of that's none of that's being taught anymore, and everyone's just like you know, wanting, you know, everything pre-made, pre-made food and go out to restaurants. And so that, I mean, that got hit, that industry's been hit, you know, all the restaurants. So now you don't have anybody cooking your food. I'm guessing they're eating a lot of pizzas. They're buying frozen foods in the grocery stores. I've heard the the Schwann's man is killing it, you know, when they go around. Have you ever heard of this company? They go door to door. It's like frozen pre-made food. I mean, this is not healthy food that they're coming. It's processed stuff. So people don't know how to cook. So, we're not going to go out to eat anymore where someone actually cooks your food and you hope that they cook, you know, if, if you're not at one of these yeah. big chains, you're hoping that they're not sticking processed foods in there. And so we don't know how to cook. We're, we can't plan. I mean, if you don't have a cook, I'm sure you sure don't know how to plant a garden, but it's like, that was a basic skill that I have seen so many people do not have. They don't know how to cook. They don't know how right. to do any of nope. it. What's going to happen? They don't know how to store food. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll get yourself sick. If you don't know how to store food, I'll tell you right now, you'll get yourself really sick. You know, I, mm-hmm. I have, I've been certified in all this stuff since I was a teenager. So about 40-some years I've been certified in all this. Like there's temperatures, like if stuff's left out. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just all these different rules. And, you know, you have to refrigerate stuff or you have to freeze stuff or you you can't eat it if it's a month old or, you know, or if, it, you know, what you can't, what can get you sick? Like, you know, what's the pH? Is it, you know, alkaline, acidic? Like what, what can yep. and can you eat? Like you should know those things. And it's really not that hard for anyone to learn these things when people don't know these things. Like if they are cooking hamburger, they're making some kind of hamburger meal and they don't cook it all the way or, you know, like what, what did you mm-hmm. open yourself up to? And and knowledge is power, and people just don't know how to cook. I've just I've well, seen that exactly. just growing well, up because they don't teach it in schools, but, and they don't know how no. to. What are they going to do? And the, well, the other things there's other things they're not teaching in school, which we weren't even taught, and that is the law. How does the law work? How oh. do the court system works? Not just, but right. you should have a working knowledge of all of that. And they yeah. don't teach it. There's a reason for that. No. But the other thing they don't teach is, um, what do I want to call it? It was like part of home ec, but how to keep a checkbook. In other words, how to manage your money, oh, how yeah. to manage credit cards. All of that stuff. They don't teach that. Stuff. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Now yeah. we teach mythology. We have mythology. And, <laughs> you know, and ridiculous classes like this. Uh, mythology, I think, is great for people that are into it. Do I think it needs to be taught in school? No. Um, 
but the kids aren't taught anything they can use. You know, as Marcel told me one time, she said up, and I think it was till the 50s, somewhere in the early 50s, you didn't get a high school diploma. You got a high school decree, degree, which was equivalent to two years of junior college today. And wow. So you came out with this degree. You had a high school degree. And then you went on to the big universities and stuff. But now it's a, a diploma. It just basically you went. But you aren't actually ready for anything uh, except to enter the job market in, at a low-level wage. And we found this out up in Minnesota several years back. And the state had been divided. Every state has. But our state had been divided into eight regions. And every year, the major businesses in that any region got together and let the school districts know what jobs were tentatively going to be available and what the pay was, and then they could train them for in school uh, to take those jobs. And they were all entry-level, minimum wage, and you really weren't going to get anywhere else. Um, this goes back to a publication called Millennium Goals 2020, and um, it was Hillary Clinton and several other people you'd be surprised at to put this thing together, and if we're going to get to the point, you're going to have to have a work permit. We're almost there now on that one, and even if you want to change, like if you get a promotion within the business you're working on, you have to go back and apply for a different permit and prove that you're able to assume that mm. new position. Um, there's a whole lot of things coming down the pipe on all of this, but it's I, to control the job market. Yeah. I've heard that there was going to be, I mean, and as like I've been like working as an employer and just in my different management jobs, but I've heard going to be a national database. So a lot of things that people do when they're hiring for a candidate is they do like um, check references and check, you know, jobs mm-hmm. and some some people, you know, there's something they call it a CCAP where you look up their record or whatever. You're not supposed to do it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that if you do that kind of stuff, you can only see it for your state. You don't know if they committed a crime in some other state. But from what I have yeah. heard is that there's going to be like this national database. So if you create, mm-hmm. if you commit a crime, you're probably not going to get employed anywhere. Because it's going right. to be, you know, running off probably your social security number. They're going to, like, throw it into this yep. database. And that's also going to help, you know, tracking where people are at and everything, which, I mean, that's what social security does anyway. But you're going to be able to get, like, the basically see everyone's res- resume and it's this database. And, you know, to so employers can decide if they want to hire that person or not based mm-hmm. on their criminal right. record and from what I understand you would be able to put like you know notes like if you hired somebody you could put in you know notes oh that person you know call in sick all the time or you know stuff like that that basically mm-hmm. can be derogatory for people that right. are job hunting and so that I've heard for years that that would be coming down the pipeline and I know yes. there's something like there's these forms that you have to fill out like that it's like it's called an I nine form, and you're like you better make sure that your employee is like in the country legal. You call this number and you know check them out before you uh-huh. hire people, and it's a form that you have to have filled out. So there's you know 
it just seems like that's that that is a way that it will be going down the pipeline with this national database of workers that you're mm-hmm. you're in this database and yeah if you do something wrong it's going to be really hard to find a job you know right now you can yeah. move you know if you've done something you know you're in the local news for being you know something really bad you move to another state nobody's going to know they're not no no yeah. employer is is googling every state you know, to try and find criminal records in all 50 states, that would take forever to, you know, find that stuff. So you can always go someplace else. But once this like national database thing happens, it's, you know, and all you have to do is probably have one employer that has it out for you and they're going to write bad stuff. And I mean, I don't even know where this, where this goes. Well, there's a lot of things that are going to change. Um, I know they're becoming concerned that so many parents are now doing homeschooling. Uh, they won't yeah. send their kids to public schools because the, ad- the education is inadequate to begin with. And then they're teaching all this, um, which we encountered, this New World Order stuff. And, you know, one of the questions was, don't you, do you suppose global citizenship will be possible in your lifetime? Like it's something you should desire my granddaughter stood up and said, I already am a global citizen. She said, yeah. but I live in the United States in the state of Minnesota. And, you know, that's where I'm located. But um, it just, and these kids, like I say, debit cards for kids. And mm-hmm. these, I don't know, because I, I think we're too far gone. And we have no one in a position of authority like Congress who is willing to stand up for us, no one. And um, to stop this, it's a train wreck waiting to happen. They are trying to divide us. They've always used politics. They've used religion. They've used race. And now they are using this virus, the vaccinated against the unvaccinated, to split, to divide and conquer. Um, it's the only way you can uh, you can you can do it. Uh, you can keep it going. Is you have to keep the public warring between themselves. You can do whatever you want mm-hmm. as long as you can keep them preoccupied with attacking one another. And they've been very yeah. successful at that. You know, and politics is modeled on years. religion. Yeah, I've heard. The conspiracy theory, they all they all meet together and they plan their wars like the this this uh what yes. have you heard it? The Ben and the Build Illuminati the, the and, and yeah, the Vatican and like, yeah, the different, and the Club of yeah. Rome. The trilateral commission. Yes. yes. And then the, yep. that all of them are like owning banks that are doing this and it's gone on for thousands of years and they they yeah. fought the wars. And yeah. I've also and the always other thing heard this Whoever controls the food, whoever controls the food controls the people. And that's the saying yes. that these kind of warmongers yeah. say. Yeah. But see, war performs these endless wars we're engaged in, does two very important things. It reduces the male population, number one. And secondly, mm-hmm. but probably more importantly, it removes from the general population the most virulent men. The men who would stand up and defend their home, would stand up and fight to them, it removes them. 
and it takes them off to a foreign country to kill people they don't know. And um, war is, is, is profit-making. That's all it is. We have no excuse or reason to be attacking another country. And they are trying everything. They've been trying for six, seven years now to find an excuse to attack Iran. The main reason they are after Iran is not that nuclear power plant sitting there next to Tehran that George Bush Sr. contributed $42 million to to help it get built. That isn't it. Iran is the last holdout. They refuse to let in central banking. And they dismissed with the dollar as the go-to currency for OPEC, the oil dollar, petrodollars they call it. You had to use the U.S. dollar to trade and buy oil. They did away with that because our currency isn't worth anything. So we're we're in a ditch, and I don't think anybody's going to pull us out. And um, I, I don't know what's going to happen, but they are trying to start a civil war. They've tried it with many different angles and pursuits, and basically what it gets down to is us against them and us is losing. That's the way I see it. Yeah. Yeah. And meanwhile, anyway, we fight we the talk. hogs. Yeah. Yes. We fight the and hogs. And I will. Yes, we do. I think, and and yeah. we will be getting our Hogzilla TikTok profile up, too. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> but, uh, we've got a lot of plans. Hang in there with us, everybody. And we've had a bumpy road here the last couple of months, but uh, so much going on, just so much going on. And um, yeah. we'll we'll keep you all updated and get everything put back together. But we're going to be making some changes and updating things, so stick with us. You might be a little surprised. And Kazi, yeah. thanks for hanging in here for another half hour. And um, oh, we will court. we will be back. And uh, all right. everybody, have a good evening. Kazi, you have a good and I had, evening. Thank you. You too. I had fun hogging you all to myself. I said, I got to hog Marty all to myself and be the only guest. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this is pretty good. All right. Time went fast. All right. Yes, it did. Everybody have thank a good you. evening. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. We will be back next Friday night and pick up the usual routine. So we'll talk to you all then. Everybody, stay safe. Good night. Good night.